Focusing on entertainment, sports, business, world news, along with many other topics. Whatever your interests are, you will find them right here on Lions Radio Network. Spiritual Intelligence is a show spiritually grounded in reality. Learn from your host and the great teachings of the universe. Remember, there is power behind love, self-acceptance, and being open to a whole new world, a psychic and spiritual awakening. Learn about intuition, psychic ability, and healing. We are all intuitive. We all have our own superpowers to use our intuition. We can all consciously create our lives and make them how we want them to be. Be on the receiving end of abundance. The show will bring you real stories about real people that have been life-changing and take you on a personal journey of deep self-exploration. The answers are right inside of you. And now, it's time for Spiritual Intelligence Radio Show with your host, Ema Sumac Watkins. Good morning. This is Spiritual Intelligence. I'm your host, Ema Sumac-Watkins, and we had a little technical uh, pause there. There was a delay in the promo play, and I apologize, everyone. Today, we have our our lunar astrologer, Claudia Thompson, and we're going to be speaking with her in a few minutes. But I wanted to say thank you to everybody who is listening and welcome back to the show and thank you for your uh, feedback I really appreciate it and we are officially being broadcast around the planet which I am very happy about and thank you all of you who are listening to us and welcome to uh, Lions Radio Network also welcome to our show Uh, and we're a great place to be and for you to come and check out all our um, shows so all that being said, on this beautiful Saturday morning, I have uh, Claudia Thompson. She was here previously, oh, I'm, I think about it was about a year ago, and we had a great time talking. And so I'm going to just give you a little quick background on her. 50 years ago this year, um, 
Claudia took her first astrology class with her mother, uh, and it opened up a door to an unending journey to understand how the universe connects to all life through each of us. How, and so um, her question is, how did I come to have a passion for the moon? And we're going to talk about that because uh, I wanted to also know, even though last program she explained to us but lunar astrology i'm going to ask her about that today so um good morning claudia good morning ema have you been um i've been great better now that mercury's beginning to move forward. i know i know i know I, w- I wanted to touch on that but so just for our audience out there um who did not listen to last time that you were on Tell us the difference between a lunar astrologer and an astrologer, or say like a general astrologer, or is there a difference? Yes, uh, the moon is my doorway to the universe, and that uh, I discovered that about 25 years ago when my own life was out of balance, and I was burned out in a very solar go-go-go kind of a career, and I ended up in a town in Northern California where the tides, uh, there were fishermen and a lot of organic farms. And so the rhythms of the moon were really called to my attention. And I find that the moon has to do with your daily life, your habits, your patterns, your experience emotionally. And so uh, it also guides you to how to nourish yourself. And so I realized that these are just fundamental tools. The moon rules the subconscious in astrology and the subconscious is actually 30,000 times more powerful than the conscious mind. So you came mm-hmm. to shine through your, your sun sign, but you want to harness that energy for the conscious mind, the sun, from the moon so that you can grow just as nature does unerringly, the life you desire. So when I look at a chart, I look at the, the sun, the moon, the phase of the moon you were born into, and I find that these eight phases occur and the macro throughout the year, there are phases of the year, and then the phases of each lunar cycle. And each person listening was born into one of those phases. And it's the key to your underlying motivation throughout life. So the moon also gives you the right timing for everything. And it breaks down all of these huge planetary um, mandates that we've each been given in our natal chart. It breaks it down into something bite-sized. And when I look at aspects, um, the length of transits, et cetera, I tend to put them in terms of the phases. So you have keywords. And it's really about making the complicated simple and practical and available in our daily lives so that we can really have that universe flowing through us, um, have some ability to, uh, to deal with it in a simple, bite-sized terms, so to speak. Right. Okay. So it's like so uh, on a daily basis, you get like these little bites of, of what's going on in your chart and your planetary um, aura, so to speak. Yeah. When you start to track the moon in your own life, you find that you come into more balance. Um, you are aligned with true time because the rhythms of the moon were seventy percent water and more mm-hmm. in our brain. Mm-hmm. So we are tidal beings. We are moving to these rhythms. And the thing is, how can we move from being at the effect of them to rocking them? And that's 
my goal is to help people move into more joy and more true timing and manifest what they want and move the old habits and patterns bit by bit out of the way by becoming aware of them and transmuting that energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is all with their own self-healing and, of course, guidance from what's going on on their on those little lunar bite size. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Instance, okay. Demon, okay. You, you, yeah. you might you might make a New Year's resolution or at your birthday say, "What do I want to be a year right. from now?" And so mm-hmm. you set you have this vision, and this is the year of the big vision with Jupiter and Sagittarius. And so you might set that big vision, and then January, February. Now we're in March, and it's like, "Oh my gosh, where am I on this path? How do I bite all of this off?" Well, every mm-hmm. cycle of the Moon presents a theme that guides you exactly what you need to be focusing on regarding that vision so it makes you kind of able to exhale and take it Mm -hmm. step by step and really be Mm -hmm. in tune with the rhythms that your body and your psyche are moving to or responding to fantastic that was a great explanation as to what lunar astrology is now you when we (laughs) yes yeah absolutely Uh, it kind of gives you more guidance and gives you a little bit more understanding as to what's going on with you and, you know, personally. So it's not just a general overall uh, chart reading. It's more about these little individual times of life uh, that the, you know, of course the moon being that the women are so, and this is for men too, but women being are so um, attuned to the moon. It's, I think it's a really great, um, it's a good tool for us but we were as when we first spoke uh a few a few weeks ago you were going to we were right in the we were in the middle of mercury retrograde and so we're at the end of mercury retrograde and so now what's going to be happening and so what's going on right now be starting now and for the next couple of months and maybe you can you know hit on a couple of different um astrological signs you know to help some of the audience out there Okay, so I, I just want to mention that because what I'm going to do is I'm going to go from the moon out into the universe and back down to the moon again, if that's okay. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. And, and could you speak a little bit closer to your to your uh, phone? Sure. So that it, yeah, there we go. Thank you so much. Yes, go ahead. Is that better? Okay. Um, yeah, so the moon today is in freedom-loving Aquarius. And so uh, Aquarius has to do with friends and community and groups and like-minded people. So it's a great weekend to get together with friends, to connect with others, and to to celebrate those friendships. Um, And we're in the last quarter phase. So we'll have a new moon on the 5th of April. And the last quarter phase is where you take stock of everything that's gone on gone on over the past three weeks and see if your consciousness is aligned with the intentions that you set out at the new moon or if you need to shift your attitude a little bit and we've had quite a month march has really blown in some planetary shifts actually uh, we had mercury move in direct motion however um, it's wise to remember that mercury moves forward, all planets move forward more like a locomotive than a rocket, particularly when Mercury is in a sign like Pisces. Pisces is not about linear thinking. It deals with that uh, dance we do, uh, being spirit in a human body. And so you might have found that a lot of practical things were challenging to, uh, to affect, but it actually wanted us to get in touch with our sources of inspiration and put that into our daily plan if it's not already there. 
to get back in touch with uh, with the source of our inspiration as well, whether that's meditation, a walk in nature, whatever that might be. And as it moves forward over the next two weeks, it's in what's called shadow period. So that will end on April 17th. So if you're thinking of making big purchases or signing contracts, if you can uh, wait at least until the new moon on the 5th, that would be really good because right now the energy is waning. Light equals energy. It's not woo-woo. It's it's physics. And so our energy may be diminishing a bit as we move into a more reflective time, time for tying up loose ends rather than new beginnings. So with Mercury moving forward, we'll feel it pick up some steam. Something was revealed during this Mercury retrograde. There was a puzzle, a missing puzzle piece. And oftentimes it might have had to do with suffering, with a source of suffering, especially where your mind tends to um, think in ways that perpetuate suffering rather than the positive outcomes and support that you want. Actually, the gustiness of the wind began to pick up on February 18th. And the reason I say that is because Chiron, which is considered to be the higher moon by some, the archetype of the wounded healer moved into Aries for the next eight years, seven to eight years. And this is the source of our greatest wound, uh, well, actually our deepest wound and our greatest gifts. So as it moves from Pisces into Aries, it really asks us to look at self-worth, at our right to exist as an individual spark of spirit, manifesting that unique individuality on the planet. We're going to see a lot of things come up around anger, violence, the misuse of Mars, which is the ruler of Aries. And Aries is the child of the Zodiac. So oftentimes these wounds go way back. And we're asked to excavate these. It's kind of like opening a Pandora's box in a new energetic area of the Zodiac. So during this time, one of the things that might happen is, uh, is that uh, we might see some resolution to gun violence. We may see the issues come up, but also some, uh, some resolution to it. And with uh, Chiron being near Eris, what this means is it's a uh, female asteroid that has to do with being disenfranchised. So women, children, those who are just left out of the things that are needed, the basic um, equality and justice of life will be, uh, that'll be coming up too. But it's big, it's big. And if, uh, so then we had a March kickoff with, hold on, I want to get, be sure that I get these dates right for everybody. Then big news was Uranus moving into Taurus on March 6th. And this shifts us from the fiery emphasis uh, into an Earth-centric period of seven years. And we're now, what does that really, mean? Yeah, I'm sorry for interrupting, but what does that mean? Taurus is the earthiest sign of the zodiac. It's an Earth sign. And so we've shifted from a realm of ideas and pioneering, bold, daring action into an, an earthy sign that is going to ask us to really look at the fact that the earth is the earth and ourselves are our greatest resources. And we need to look at how much do we really need? Are we trying to fill a hole in our soul with stuff, with acquisition? Or are we living a life every day that puts forth our values around a healthy planet and sustainable way of living? 
way of living. So Uranus is always a wake up. It's always a wake up call. So Got whatever it. Okay. is in your chart, it's a wake up call. And wherever and the planet, we're all going to be waking up to new ways of dealing with what's happening to our planet and how we can, you know, heal our our connection. Um, so we had the Mercury retrograde moving over everything, and that was uh, squaring Jupiter. This is a year when we're asked to have a big vision, but to remember moderation and take it step by step. So Venus has been in Aquarius all month, and this is relevant because we have two full moons in a row in Libra. The next Mm -hmm. one will be on the 19th of April, the Easter weekend. So we're looking at, uh, you know, Venus and Mars balancing the masculine and the feminine somewhere in our lives from zero degrees of Libra to 29 degrees of Libra. We're each being asked to come into a new balance. Where are we out of balance? Where do we perhaps have an imbalance between what we do for a living and what we do for a life? Mm-hmm. And so we're looking at how we can have more teamwork, more win-win solutions. Also, maybe where we've got lousy boundaries, where we just don't own our own no in a kind, assertive way. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and, and also um, Pisces continues to have an influence. And those messages that we received during the retrograde are going to um, continue to be there for us to utilize because Venus moved into Pisces on the 26th of March. And Venus is how we attract what we need as well as how we perceive a beautiful life. Um, so the new moon, I mentioned the new moon is going to be on uh, April 5th and then the full moon uh-huh. on the 19th. So uh-huh. the new moon is when you set your intention and the full moon is when you make a wish, you see the culmination. And what all of this means for cardinal signs, what are cardinal signs? Cardinal signs are so action-oriented that they declare the beginning of a season. So that's Capricorn for winter, Aries for spring, Cancer for summer, and Libra for fall. And we've just come to a major balance point in the year, the equinox, and so uh, when day and night are equal. So the theme of balance is really, really strong. Balance, harmony, peace, grace, good boundaries, these sort of things, teamwork. So with cardinal signs being, as I mentioned, Capricorn, Aries, um, Cancer, and Libra, you Mm -hmm. already have had, uh, we've already had Pluto and Saturn. Uh, along with the nodes of the moon, moving through cardinal signs, moving through Cancer and Capricorn, definitely having an impact on people who hold that energy. But if you have Aries and Libra, you're being squared by these energies. And the overarching energy for the whole year shifted this year from fire, from, um, fire and, and um, air to earth and water. So that's big shift and the north node which is the considered to be the destiny point uh regarding um the as i said the overarching energies has moved into cancer so we're mm-hmm. really asked to look at how we're nourishing ourselves how we're fe- feeding ourselves are we paying attention to our family of origin our extended family and um you know so chiron now in aries is going to ramp all the the uh, deconstruction and reconstruction that's going on in some area of these cardinal signs lives um it's going to ramp it up 
So it's really important to check in with that big vision and have clear goals and make step-by-step progress. Be kind mm-hmm. to yourself. <laughs> yeah. For the mutable yeah. signs, yeah, absolutely. And, and that's really the message now. You're your greatest resource. Fill your own well, not just half full, but what would it be like to have it full to overflowing? If you were truly mm-hmm. living aligned with your values and your truths, not just your beliefs. And that brings me, beliefs brings me to what's up for mutable signs. So mutable signs have had Mercury moving through Pisces. Mutable signs are Pisces, Virgo, um, Sagittarius, and Gemini. So if you have any of those four signs, you either were experiencing, if it's Pisces, a transit through your sign of Mercury moving backwards, quote unquote, or you've had it squaring you. And that means that you've continually during that retrograde had to turn corners to remember that it was about communication with your higher self, listening, opening that higher message center. And then this year, Jupiter's been in Sagittarius. Another mutable sign. This is a real feel-good transit. The challenge of it is that we can want to expand too far too fast. So uh, we're reminded, again, to put step-by-step progress under that. But if those mutable signs look back to 12 years ago or six or three, depending on where you are, those kind of increments, you'll see the progress of Jupiter in your life. And it's at home. Jupiter in Sagittarius has returned to the sign that it rules. And so it's giving us opportunities and possibilities and asking us to explore and expand the horizons of our mind and our world, but also to really look at the beliefs that divide us, divide us from ourselves, divide us from our goals, divide us from others, and to look at what's really true for us and what beliefs don't support that on which do. So it, it, that, that also plays into the deconstruction and reconstruction going on in, an, in the Capricorn area. And the fixed signs, well, they are, uh, they've had a little bit of a, a relief with, uh, with the, um, the eclipses now moving into Cancer and Capricorn out of Leo and Aquarius. But the fixed signs are Leo, Aquarius, Taurus, and Scorpio. So if you have... Those signs, this movement of Uranus into Taurus for the next seven years is going to be really profound for you. And it brings up, Uranus brings up um, awakening. It brings up ways to use your unique brilliance. But it also shows where you might be intractable, unwilling to change, and where a wake-up call is, uh, you know, wake-up calls may come fast and furiously. The thing to, to do is to really keep track of your ahas because those can translate into shifts in consciousness that then can produce a better life. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, earthquake stuff. Uranus does rule earthquakes. There may be some shaking going on with the earth. And so it's really important to establish, again, the fact that you're your greatest resource and safety exists inside yourself. And again, the earth-centric living. You know, if you're Aquarius, for instance, are you grounded? Are you connecting with the earth? If you're Taurus, what's enough? You know, um, how much do you need and what do you value? So, yeah, you know, something, if, if I just may interject, is that I do know a couple of Tauruses. And it's it's very interesting. This is really right because they are, these these two people are getting rid of a lot of things. 
it's interesting. It's so so you really hit something that that I noticed. And these two people are definitely Taurus, and they have gotten rid of things. They've gotten rid of stuff, and they've even moved. There's one that even moved out of the place that they were in to a smaller place, and the other one got rid of a lot of extra things that they were having in their business. So it's so yes, I, I see the connection. That's very interesting. Yeah, and I I was born with the moon in Taurus at very early degree. And for those who know a little astrology, by progression, my son's in Taurus for the next 30 years. So I'm feeling it too. And you have just described, Ema, exactly what I'm going through. Because I uh, last year sold my house. I'm now living in a, a much smaller place. I'm, getting, I'm actually divesting myself of pretty much everything uh, that, I, that I own or that I have in storage. And... Um, you know, because I, Uranus is just saying it's it's time to look at what you really need so you can be lighter on the planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Very nice. Yes, I, I thank you for going down each one of the I'm, – I'm sorry for interrupting. Please continue because I know that others out there would want to hear what's going on. Well, that's really – pretty much what's going on in a nutshell. We won't have retrogrades um, until June, which is really different from last year. Last year, we started off really well, and in February, we started having retrogrades, and by July, we had seven planets by the end of July uh, in retrograde motion, and we all felt kind of like we were wading through mud, but it was really a divine design with this planet of awakening at the last degree of Aries, it was saying, you know, moving into the last degree of Aries, Chiron moving into the last degree of Pisces, was really saying, really look at what you need to leave behind. Because next year, you're going to go through changes. You're going to be asked to initiate things and make your vision real. So you mm-hmm. don't want to be dragging all of this stuff. So for a lot of people, um, fixed energy the Taurus, for instance, doesn't let go easily, to put it mildly, and can be very stubborn. Yes. And so yeah. last year was a year oftentimes where some things were wrenched away possibly, or you got real clear on the fact that you had to let go. And so if you didn't last year, it's definitely happening this year. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, there is, as I, as I, no, just from the work that I do. I know that the planet is just, it's going into it. It's just moving in a direction of lifting its vibration and moving into a different phase. And that's like age of Aquarius. And that's from 2012. And in all, there's so many different signs and things that say that this is what's happening. Well, I, I see it on a psychic level. I see it on an energetic level. Um, but I also experience it with people and my surroundings and what's going on. And I'm not a big news watcher, but, you know, you get things in feet. I'm not, a, I'm not, you know, completely out of this world of not what's going on. But I, I take in enough to know what's happening. But what I do see on an energetic level is that it is being lifted. And those who are not able to change, you know, they seem to be going away pretty fast it's like i've i've heard so much around different people either through clients or friends or um students that people who somehow get a disease or something and they die very quickly and they're off they're quick it's not like if they're sitting around lingering anymore and as i see around the planet there's there's a lot of a big awakening. There's people who are wanting to do things. For as much as bad news that 
people here, there is so much good news that is happening as well. Now, on an astrological point of view, from your, from say, from what we were talking about, from a lunar astrology point of view, what is, I would say, a planetary astrology? What is going on with the planet's in our planet. Do you know what I mean? What, what's happening on an astrological chart? If you were to do an astrology chart, a lunar astrology chart about the earth, what would you say is happening? Well, the, in 2012, which you mentioned, we entered a time of unity, radical, um, not anything that's happened on this planet up to this point that we know of. We ended a huge cycle called a yuga. In India, they use much larger spans of time in the Eastern world. A yuga is 26,000 years. And that uh, is the procession of the equinox, which means we move through the ages of the zodiac. And so it's really good to remember if somebody out there gets depressed or uh, watches the news, which I don't, um, because if we come into a time of unity, the old guards, so to speak, the old ways that we're all being challenged to look at are really set up to polarize us, which will keep us uh, in the past rather than moving into this field of unity. So we are just, we just begun this in terms of an age. When you think of an age as being 2,600, you know, 22,000, 2,600 years long, then we're just at the beginning. We want to achieve liftoff. But there's no idle thoughts, no idle actions. And so look at what you really value, what you care about, and do your work on earth. I just read the other day uh, that Ethiopia has, is, has uh, turned its um, ability to convert waste, all waste, into electricity. And so there are really amazing things happening in the world. Uh, when you look at our country and its place in, in this earth school, so to speak, we aren't set up to have uh, a government or an external authority. It's something that we are being asked to move away from, grow up. This is a year to grow and grow up on earth. And our country was set up uh, about the rights of individuals. And so what this means is the buck stops with each of us. So we really get to see in the current climate where we're giving our power away. And one of the things that I tend to focus on if I, when I do focus any, any bit on the news is what's happening to the environment. That's one of my loves. What's happening to our food supply? Um, what can I do to be proactive around that? Uh, the earth moves in great cycles. So 10,000 to 11,000 years ago, we had an ocean cleansing cycle, which we are said to be in now. So we're making it really hard for the ocean to cleanse itself. We can look at the amount of plastic. I mean, there are a lot of things we can do on a daily basis. And the moon guides you to that daily. After all, we're only given a day at a time, a minute at a time, a breath at a time. And I find that the moon guides me to... What is this day about? How can I emanate gratitude, love, kindness, and things that are, that are really going to uplift my life and the life of the planet? And that's the time that we're in. Taurus, which is where Uranus is moving now, this earthiest sign, is ruled by Venus. 
And so it really asks us to look at how we attract what we need. How do we view resources? So this is going to be seven years. So this is a short time in terms of these large cycles, but it, it will kick off a new way of us looking not only at the earth, but at money. Money is, you know, it's one of the highest, if not the highest value on the planet, sad to say in some ways. But we're going to see new forms of currency. We're going to see some upsets around things to wake us up. And it's all about seeing where we externalize power instead of owning it, recognizing that it's inherent. And I want to mention also that when it comes to astrology, the planets impel. They do not compel. So you may have a natal chart that has a particular hard angle, as it's called, or something you're being called to. But it's like, how do I navigate this for my highest evolution, greatest good, maximum joy? And so that's always what I look at in a chart. How, you know, if, if it's a, a tough time, when will it pass? And how can I navigate on a daily basis with what I know about the moon, which makes it really able for, for people to, uh, to, to tune into? How can I navigate it so that I remain sane and focused mm-hmm. on what's really important to me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did that answer your question, Eva? Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. And because I, it, if, to me, if we individually have a chart that the planets are, that we're looking at and the planets have a, a direction, we're getting direction from how it's all set up, I'm sure that the Earth itself has its own astrological chart, you know, and it has it, and it's and 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 so it and it's just that things are moving in a way, and how the planet moves, it's how the humans move as well. Well, the Earth, because there are so many varying uh, ideas of when the Earth was formed and when right. human life began, you know that as far as the Earth having a chart. Um, you know, it's interesting that we do not even, if you look at a, an astrological chart, you will not see a symbol for the Earth. Yeah. And isn't that interesting? And yet we have yeah. moved from what was called heliocentric astrology, where we uh, everything, the universe was looked at from the sun, to an Earth-centric astrology, where we stand on Earth and, that, and we look out. So the uh, symbol for the Earth is a circle with a cross in it. Uh, an ah. equal angled cross. So that's really interesting because that's about balance again, right? Harmony, harmony with the yeah, earth. Yeah, it is. Balance with the yeah, earth. It is. Yeah. Interesting. I, I really, I really enjoyed this this conversation. Um, and I, I was hoping that somebody would call in, but I guess everyone's still waking themselves up. Well, if but, anyone's out there and and they yeah. they hear this call right now to call in. Absolutely. To find out a little bit about call what in. it means for them on any level, please do. I'd love to talk to you. <laughs> I love talking to you, too, but, you know, I'd love to talk no, to you. Absolutely. Hey, I and get it. it. And yeah. if you're sitting there thoroughly confused, please call, call absolutely. in. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it, I want to hear more. I mean, I want to hear more about what's what's happening because you can always you learn from other people as well. But in the meantime, in the meantime, so tell me what's going on with you now. So how, so I've, I've put the uh, website up on the link so everybody can reach okay. you. Um, okay. And, well, I, I, yeah, please, yeah, tell me what's going on. 
Well, I was uh, uh, the website, the web page just went up, and uh, I'm really happy about that. There's a Facebook page called Shapeshift Lunar Astrology, and that's the name of the brand, Shapeshift Lunar Astrology. So, uh, you know, you turn into the rhythms of the moon and you can shape and shape your life. You shift your consciousness and shape your life in the way you want it. But the, uh, there are two gifts, actually, if you go to the website. One is a moon phases guide, which uh, takes all the eight phases of the moon, shows you visually how to identify them when moonrise and moonset is, a keyword and an activity. So it's kind of like a phases at a glance where you can grasp the information really quickly and just keep it handy on your wall and live by it. It, it relates it to the planning cycle as well. The second page of the Moon Guide download explains what you're looking at. And there's also an audio available. I think it's a little under 10 minutes, which, um, which guides you to use the Moon Guide. And then... There's also a feelization button. What's feelization? Well, I would say you realize what you feelize. And the reason I love working with the moon is because facts don't create. Shocking, but true. Fact, we're in an age of information and facts don't create. Feelings create. And with a cancer, North Node in Cancer, and the eclipse is happening in Cancer and Capricorn this year, we are in a year where it's time to work with the moon, harness our feelings, and I have developed uh, a process that's um, it's simple, but it really powers your intentions. It aligns your feeling nature, your emotions, and your psyche with your intentions so mm-hmm. that you're vibing at the level of your intentions. And uh, that realization meditation is a gift that's available for you there, to, for them there, too. No, oh, that's um, right, and and uh, the, but they but they can also just call you too as well, right? If they just want to, yes, if they want to, they want to just get like a, a reading on a chart or get or contact you for, um, you know, hey, I want you to do my chart and talk to you that way. They can also do it that way. Am I correct? Do you have a phone number yes. where they can reach you? Um, three four seven seven five two three two nine zero. And go, go ahead I, and repeat I it again. Know that if they, if they go well, actually, the Shapeshift Facebook page, Shapeshift Lunar Astrology Facebook page, has a description of all of the readings that I offer, the prices, and oh, great. Uh, yeah, so that's really, and then you can message me there. Okay, good. So, so that's Shapeshift Lunar Astrology, and uh, and and that way, and then we can we can uh, you know schedule a chat if you wish or. Um, you know, and, and pick it from there. You'll see. You'll see what's available. There's uh, a Moon Moments chat that can be a great place to begin because that gives you uh, just a rundown of the phase you were born into, which most people don't ever find out in a reading, and yet it's your underlying motivation. So uh, there's a Soul Purpose Empowerment reading, a lun- and a Lunar Astrology reading, which will break down everything from your universe to the Moon and how. To use it and navigate it for your greatest success this year. All right, sounds amazing. And I know that you that you've done a lot of growth on your own too since we last oh, spoke. Yeah. So I'm really I'm really uh, glad of all the good things that are happening in your life. Uh, we're going to be wrapping it up, uh, but I wanted to thank you for being on the show. Is there anything oh, wow. else that you'd like to before we go? that you'd like to um, say or put in before we, before we take off? 
No, I'm actually, I'm going to, uh, just that I'm uh, going to be teaching classes on um, rejuvenation and the moon and celebrating the new and full moons in, uh, in April up at Rainbow Stew. So if you're in Yucca Valley, if you're in the area of Palm Springs or want to drive in from L.A., uh, you know, feel free to do that. I'd love to see you. And I will be in Northern California at the end of April for about 12 days, uh, starting on April 26th. So I'll be available for consults up there, and I'll also be doing a weekend workshop. So uh, so keep up with me. I love hearing from you, and I love everybody. Everybody has their own personal experience with the moon, and I love hearing about that, too. So All right. You've got lots of good things going on, and everybody go to her website and to her Facebook page, and you'll get all the rest of the info and contact her for a lunar chart is that correct yeah it's lunar astrology yeah because lunar astrology chart there you go there you go absolutely go ahead i was just gonna say i just love you to the moon and beyond (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much claudio love you you too and thank you and thank you for being on the show and we'll do this again probably uh, another when we are when we know that we've done either either huge steps again we'll probably reconnect but in the meantime everybody i just want everybody to please tell your friends and family and everybody out there to tune in to us we've got a lot of good uh things going on every saturday also we are on Amazon, folks. Call us up on Alexa. If you've got Alexa, we're on Alexa. We're on iTunes. We are on, of course, as you know, Blog Talk Radio, which you're listening on to right now. We are on Spreaker. And, of course, our awesome iHeartRadio. It gets picked up all the time. Your friends and family and uh, acquaintances can hear us all the time. It's Give us uh, a, a uh, you know a referral also, contact us and give me some feedback. I love to hear from all of you guys. And, you know, there's some guests. And tell me, give me some suggestions as to what you would like to hear. I'm here. I'm, I'm here to hear you guys and make this show better every day, every every week, I mean. So, anyways, thank you, everyone. And I will be coming into your uh, parameter, into your speaking, uh, into your space for next Saturday, which we have another wonderful guest, and he'll be coming in and talking about his journey. Um, and it's a really amazing journey. It's, he's a Navy veteran, and he's got a lot of great things to say. So until then, thank you, and thank you, Claudia. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you. Everybody have a great day. Spiritual Intelligence is a show spiritually grounded in Lions Radio Network, where the show takes you on a roaring adventure with